strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Strategy, <laughs> Strategy Talks. I almost forgot the name of it. I am so excited. We're going to talk today about imposter syndrome with a very special guest. This being the first episode um, this is a perfect topic, right? Why did I, who has not, who has been in the social media um, sphere for many, many years, not started my own show before? Well, guess what? Imposter syndrome is real, alive, and right here amongst all of us. So if you are watching this live, thank you so much. Let us know where you're joining us from. If you're watching this on the replay, uh, put hashtag replay in the comments. And for those of you who are joining us as a podcast, and if you're here listening, I just want you to know we appreciate you as well. So in episode one, we're going to talk about um, imposter syndrome and what it means. So I'm going to bring in my special guest today, um, a longtime friend who um, I've invited to be on my podcast first. Um, and I am just so excited to have her join us. Welcome to Kristen Dokus. How are you, Kristen? I'm good. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm first. So we're going to be talking about um, Kiss Imposter Syndrome Goodbye. But before we do, I want our listeners and our viewers to know who you are. Um, so let me just pull up your bio um, and let everybody know um, who you are. Kristen Dokus of Say Anything Media is a strategic marketing professional with more than 15 years of experience in B2B, B2C, and startups. Combining digital, social media, influencer, and traditional marketing and content strategy expertise to improve and build profiles and company awareness, right? She's an early adopter of blogging and personally a social influencer for national and local brands. So that's very exciting. And you and I have been working together since, oh, 2013? At least. Yeah. It's crazy. So that's, that's, that's really, really, really really crazy. So we're going to jump right into imposter syndrome. You and I were having a conversation last week about me starting this show. Right. And well, we were talking about what topic should we talk about? Right. And, you know, the first thing that came out of me, I was like, gosh, it's been so long since I've done blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure if I could really be qualified as an expert on that. And that, my friends, is exactly where the imposter syndrome came from. You know, you and I've been doing this long before the majority of people in our industry have. I mean, I think I'm looking at 15 years at this point. I mean, 15 years ago, social media was not even a thing, right? So why in the world, if I have 15 years of experience, would I even have an iota of imposter syndrome? Why? But you do. But of course I do. Yeah. So every woman in the world syndrome? does. <laughs> 
So what is imposter syndrome? I looked up, guys. I'm going to just read you the definition as I found on trusty Google. So imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It's disproportionately affect high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. So does that kind of go with what you yeah. yeah well and the other thing that we kind of talked about it was 1978 which in the 70s is really when women re-entered the workforce right and it was a and again imposter syndrome is largely a female thing right, right. um and can I say my little quote? Yes, please do. <laughs> so one of my favorite memes that I saw on this topic was have as much confidence as a mediocre middle-aged white man. And if you stop and think about that, it is very true. It's also very well known that a woman, if she's looking at a job post, and again, don't, don't come at me because it, I know some men have it, but it, again, it's largely a female thing. Um, if you're if you have a man and a woman looking at the exact same job posting, a man, a woman will look at it. And if there's 20 criteria, right, she'll go, mm, I've only got 15 or 16 of those. I'm not qualified. A man will look at it and say, I can do five of those and I'm qualified. That's a huge spiritancy. So. So how does this start? Like, where do we start? So, you know, imposter syndrome's there. We want to get beyond it you've kind of, I think, hit a really good point of the men versus, you know, women, how we look at it. We want, a lot of us want to be perfect and want to have all of those qualifications, right? And a lot of us are rule followers. I think that's another right. big, yeah. big piece in yeah. that high achieving rule followers where, you know, like SA, for example, now with a great res resignation going on and people are looking for new jobs and, you know, they might be looking at a job and they're like, well, I don't have this degree, right? I don't, it, it's calling for a marketing degree, but I have a degree in education. And so that they, they will, women often will disqualify themselves. Why Absolutely. do we do this? Yeah. Um, I think it's, we were raised by boomers. And I think that, you know, there is that gender, those gender roles that we had to grow up with. So, you know, the man is the, the breadwinner, et cetera, which again, that 1978 thing comes back into play is that's really when women went back into the workforce, but the gender roles really haven't started changing. And by gender roles, I mean that as a married couple or a couple or whatever, that you are equal partners, right? You're both going out to work. You're both having to take care of the kids. So I'm really hopeful that our kids generation, you know, the, the younger millennials and definitely Gen Z um, are not going to have this as much. Right. So I think we as parents have parented our kids a little differently, a lot differently than our parents did us. You know, and when we were growing up, the, the the roles were traditionally your teacher, anything that was nurturing and homemakery, right? Whereas now we're like, you want to be a rocket scientist? Go be a rocket scientist. You know, find what you love to do. So I'm hoping that, you know, our, our kids' generation will not have it as much. But I see it sometimes with my girls, you know. I mean, my oldest, you know, she's, you know, she sees that all of her friends post-college are having their first real jobs, et cetera. And she's bartending. And I have to stop her in her tracks and go, you, my child, are making more money than they are bartending in Washington, D.C. And guess what? 
you don't have to answer email on the weekend. <laughs> right. Okay. I, that's, yeah, you're right. Right. So it's, it's comparing yourself and living up to expectations that aren't really what we should. And you mentioned 1978, that was a study that was done um, when that, when imposter syndrome first was mentioned. And um, yeah, I grew up in the seventies, like, like, like you did seventies and eighties. And certainly um, what you just said helped true for me. Right. So when I started my career, um, when I was 40 um, as a social media manager, I had been a stay at home mom for close to 15 years. And so I felt very much at imposter syndrome. Um, and, and, and so let's talk about how we move beyond that. What, what are resources, tools? How can we um, help each other as women, right? How can we lift each other up? And how can, if somebody is watching this and they recognize themselves in this and they're like, okay, uh, what Doreen and Kristen are saying, you know, that's me. I totally recognize I, I'm, I'm, I'm immobilized with fear. I think I'm not good enough. I think I can't do it. Um, how do we, how do we get, have this, this conversation is a good one, but how can we move people to action, Kristen? What, what do you suggest? Um, how, do, how do we start with that? I think a lot of um, self-growth, reading, things of that nature. And I hate for it to sound this simplistic, but for me, it really is. It's like, if you feel that way, fake it till you make it. I mean, what's, what is the worst thing that's going to happen, right? Um, you might fail, but guess what? Even if you fail, you're going to learn from those failures, right? And if it doesn't, it, what did I tell you last week? If it doesn't scare you, it's not going to challenge you. Um, every time I send out a proposal that is larger scope than the one before, I'm always nervous. But I've also taken on the attitude of, I know my value, and I'm still probably undercharging. I'm, I, you right. know, I'm, I'm probably still undercharging for the for the level of knowledge and expertise that I have. However, when I send it out, you know, I'm like, okay, they're never going to accept this. But I also have to talk to myself, you know, I have to like talk to the devil in the room and go, what happens if they don't? you move on, right? Sure. You, you just, and you know that that just wasn't, it's like, it's like in the dating world. If, if, if somebody leaves, that was not your person, whether it's, and I shouldn't say dating, <laughs> I sh in any kind of relationship, if a person leaves, that's not your person, right? So if right. A, a prospect doesn't take your proposal, you know, what does it, what, uh, what, what's the saying? Um, it's not, rejection but protection right? right so it um it's that whole it wasn't meant to be and i know that's kind of just like a top of the surface attitude but i think we get so bogged down in the oh my god oh my god oh my god that we just have to it, it's business and you know i think unfortunately a lot of women also take things personally and that's a big thing you can't take these things personally it's right. business Right. So um, when I read your bio, and those of you who are just joining us right now, I'm talking to Kristen Dokus from Say Anything Media about Kiss Imposter Syndrome Goodbye. And you're a social influencer. And I think this is something that we struggle with, right? We're talking to an audience of social media professionals, business owners. And when I talk to potential clients, we talk about going out there and showing your expertise online, right? That's personal branding. And they tell me, I feel like that imposter syndrome, why would anybody want to know what I do 
in my private life? Why, why would anybody want to know that I'm a runner or I'm a marathon runner, I'm a skier or I have four dogs or, you know, that, that imposter syndrome, like even creeps into my own thoughts about doing social media, but it's all about putting yourself out there. Correct. That yeah. imposter syndrome and, and, and not being afraid to fail, but also um, being open to new new ideas, new networking, and new people. So how does that tie into social influencer? Because I'm assuming a lot of those people who are social influencers don't have a problem with imposter syndrome. No, but they might. I mean, you'd be surprised because what we're seeing again is that surface value, right? We're seeing that face value. We're not seeing, you know, and right now it's it's such an interesting world in the influencer marketing realm because everybody is, you know, in it. <laughs> and it, um, it's just, you know, we aren't seeing that it took them 25 shots to get the shot, right? And I would imagine that there's probably a lot of imposter syndrome and probably a lot of uh, um, self-doubt in that world because there's so much competition, right? Um, especially on the beauty, on the beauty and um, entertainment side, you know, look at TikTok. I mean, it's, it's so hard to, sure. I mean, it's, it's easy to break through, but it's impossible to break through, right? Because there's so much noise. So how do you do, do then make sure that your stuff is quality stuff, right? It's about quality, not quantity. So I've just re recently started a 365 day challenge on Instagram. Wow. I don't know. I have no idea what made me think of doing that. But I remember there like a few several years ago, I did 100 days of happiness. Right. Yeah. And I was like, why not? I haven't you know, I have not been paying attention. Not I don't want to say I haven't been paying attention to my own brand, but I have not been giving it the love that it needs. Right. Sure. And it's uh, were you at the Converge South when uh, Tracy Myers was the keynote and he has a book and it's called You Are the Brand Stupid. That's the name of the book. No, so I was true. not. Yeah. I don't think I was there for that one. Yeah. yeah. So, and, you know, it kind of goes along with, you know, Mark Schaefer's thing. Your personal brand is very important. So, you know, you've got to, it comes back to, you know, on the imposter syndrome, it's like, you got to have confidence in yourself. Right. And it goes in back to what I originally said. Sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. Um, and, you know, it, what are your goals? I mean, if your goals are to get more, um, you know, there's a couple of marketing groups that I'm in and it seems like at least two or three times a week, you've got, you know, a young, all it's again, well, one of them's women in marketing, so it's all women, but yeah. you know, some going, I'm doing this, that, um, you know, and I'm, you know, like this thing that you and I probably charge like five grand a month for, they're going, I'm charging 500. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, your, your time. And, you know, go back to the, to losing. If you don't win, I hate saying losing. If you don't win that big contract, you really aren't losing because you still have your time. And especially right. in what we do, time is money. I mean, right. we don't have widgets to sell. No. Right. We no. have our, our skills and our knowledge and our expertise and right. that right there, it, it just because, you know, person, you know, uh, prospect A doesn't want it. Prospect B may want it. And every time, and I think you and I've talked about this too, anytime it, the whole, when do you raise your rates? The first time that somebody doesn't even bat an yes. eye at the, the price you give them and you go, Okay, next time I'm kicking it up. Like I've already kicked up my strategy rate like twice in the right. past year, year and a half that I've you know had my agency back open. So 
Yeah. So I'm, I want to kind of, we, you know, this is, this is a short show guys. This is 20 minutes. I want to be able to offer value every week. So for those of us and those of those are listening and watching right now or on the replay, um, Kristen, what are some ways that you have pushed yourself through that imposter syndrome, that feeling? And I know you already mentioned you had a women's group where you were in and other, another thing you mentioned, just doing it, but how, you know, if you're doing that 365 days on Instagram, what made you actually do it? Is it just putting one foot in front of the other? Give us some practical advice that we can use um, and for me, you know, to start this show was just doing it and putting it out to the universe. I said, I'm doing yeah. it. And I posted it on social media and boom, there I was. Yeah. So um, I think that that is, you know, I, 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 I think those are some good ideas. But what else can people do, right? If they're feeling like, oh, my gosh, I'm struggling so much. So I think a big thing and it was um, the big hurt. You know, um, Frank Thomas, uh, big, you know, White Sox, one of my favorite all time. Right. And this came up. Philip Oakley made this comment. And I don't think I even knew the story. Um, Frank Thomas would never like broadcast his resolutions and his goals. He would tell his now wife, his fiance. And I think it's important that you have your your very tight circle of confidants and people that if you just internalize it, you're never going to do it. <laughs> But if I tell you that I want to do X and it's almost like that unspoken accountability thing. So if you right. tell somebody and you, you know, if you keep it inside, the universe doesn't know. But if you put it out into the universe, you have to follow up with it. When I was 21 years old, I moved to Chicago from North Carolina with nothing more than my car and my cat and my car packed full of all of my belongings. I didn't have a job. I had a place to live. That's it. I could have backed out of that, but I had told so many people that I was going to do it. There was no way that my ego and my pride was not going to let me do it. And it turned, it was scary as crap, right? I mean, little Southern girl moving to Chicago. It was scary, but I did it. And you know what? When, when I did that, I knew I could do anything. And I'm, like I said, you know, when I send out big proposals, I'm always nervous. It literally is like that proverbial pushing the button, on the email to On send the, the proposal, yes. take a deep breath yes. and just do it, yeah. right? And then you slam your clamshell and you run away and go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I just did it. Yeah. And then you wait and then you're nervous and you're nervous. And then one of two things is going to happen. They're going to say yes, or they're going to say no. Either way, guess what? You didn't die. And you got an answer, right? And I want to an give another, I want to give another tip. Um, eat that frog guys. So yes, what helps me a lot is the thing that you dread the most, the frog, right? You don't want to eat it. It's yucky. It's gross. Eat that first. Do that thing that you don't want to do first thing in the morning to get you past that imposter syndrome. Yep. Um, and I think that's really helpful. Kristen, I have some rapid fire questions for you okay. before we wrap this up. Um, start work late or leave work early. I start work late and work late. I'm, I'm a nocturnal person. Okay. Education or experience? Experience. Uh, prep, pep talk or motivational quote? Pep talk. All right. Awesome. I love these. I thought these were very um, appropriate for what we're talking about, right? Yes. Um, I'm, very much, and, I'm very much a rah-rah person. I'm like, go, 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 go. 
Right. And I, I'm going to share something personal for those you who are watching. Um, I struggled with imposter syndrome and I have struggled with it because I don't have a formal education um, beyond high school. And so here I am, right? Here I am uh, as a social media strategist, I'm running my own business. Um, I'm making really good money. I'm working with big companies. And that was a big deal for me. But what I realized it was all about competency, right? I know what the heck I'm doing. And so that imposter syndrome sometimes creeps in, um, but then it's validated by some amazing clients who just, you know, keep hiring me and keep telling me that I'm doing a good job. So yeah. um, I'm right there with you, Kristen. You know, I think a lot of us struggle with this and we need to move beyond that. And one of the things that helps me is, like you said, that small, close-knit group of people. And I see them right here in the comments. Heather is here. Lisa is here. Emma is here. These are people that are part of my tribe. These are people that when I have that um, imposter syndrome, um, they're the ones who jump in and you were there last week for me. And that's how we got to this topic. So um, I want to see all of you succeed in business, right? If you feel like you are struggling with this big time, um, direct message, Kristen Dokus um, on LinkedIn, uh, direct message me. Let's talk. We also have uh, an, a new, a brand new Facebook group. I'm going to put it up on the screen for those who are watching live. It's a strategy talks community on Facebook. It's brand new. Literally there's two people in there right now, but I'd love for you to come come talk to us every week we'll be adding um, new members in there and uh, we can continue conversations that we're having here live so would love for you to join that um, each week I'll be back at 10 a.m eastern time on Tuesdays with um, all of my colleagues guys I have already booked uh, seven eight I think uh, guests we're gonna talk about all things strategy and business and social media and it's all about you we want to help you move on to the next thing to be your best self in 2022 uh, thank you Kristen um, just a quick reminder where can people uh, meet up with you anywhere you can find my name you can find me <laughs> okay Kristen Dokus uh, everything is Kristen Dokus yes for those of you listening it's Kristen with K-R-I-S-T-E-N Dokus D-A-U-K-A-S um, and she is Say Anything Media we'd love for you to connect with her thank yes, you please. again for those of you who joined us live for this first session of strategy talks episode one uh, thank you for those watching the replay don't forget to put replay right there in the comments so we know that you're watching that and if you are listening to this podcast thank you so much for being here do not forget to subscribe Kristen I'm gonna let you go I know you and I are are busy uh, business women we probably have all kinds of meetings set up uh, Let's do it. May, let's make 2022 the year that we are going to um, create bigger, better, and be more beautiful things than we already have. And let's kick that and kiss that imposter syndrome goodbye. Absolutely. What say you? Absolutely. All right. Thanks for having me as your first. Sure. And bye, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next week.